to our next installment of the Summertime Splendor Spectacular of the Designated Drinker Show. The oh, podcast. Oh, the, say that 10 times fast. Oh, well, I haven't started drinking yet, Gina. Give me a minute. All right. So we all know this is the podcast that is raising the bar on craft cocktails, and I am Louise Salas. And um, we have a real summertime treat in store today. Um, with me, like always, you've already heard her, is my summertime splendor. My Gidget, Bernie, and Summertime Crush rolled up into one. <laughs> <laughs> the Mixtra Stacey herself, Gina. When are you going to run out of these things, Louise? <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty good. <laughs> you got to dig deep. You inspire me, Gina. You yeah. inspire me. I'm like a crushed lime in the bottom of the glass, a little bit bitter, sometimes sweet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and always intoxicating. <laughs> um, so speaking of splendor, Today is going to be awesome. Um, Gina and I are here in Old Town, Alexandria, and we are belling up to some of the best cocktail bars in this tiny or this beautiful little colonial town. Um, And uh, so, uh, listeners, uh, you might want to strap in and hold on tight because I truly see this up, saddle up. But (laughs) because I actually see Gina, I see this one, these next two episodes just flying straight off the fucking rails. We're just (laughs) going to go and just hold on. Uh, might, might get a few bumps and bruises along the way, but we're going to have a pretty good game. I'm into it. Great. So, um, so uh, our first bar we're at today, um, we're just going to kick this show off. Um, our next designated drinker, guest barkeep, he's busy in the background, you can hear him. It's John Schott, how appropriately named, um, of the People's Drug. Morning, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thanks for letting me be on the show today. Thanks for dropping by. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a kind of a fun new little place in Old Town. Yeah. Really enjoying it. Oh yeah, we're enjoying having you here too. Great, great. Tell us a little bit about um, yourself. Tell us about, you know, and then we jump into about the location and what you guys have in store, what's planned, all that oh, good yeah. stuff. But let's start off a little bit about you. Let's hear about why the listeners want to know what the hell you're up to. I know who John John is. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, let's find right. out who the hell are you. Who are you first? <laughs> all right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Well, my name is John Schott, as you've already said. Uh, I've been a bartender in the Northern Virginia and D.C. area for the last 14 years. Uh, most recently coming from the Robert Weedmeyer Muscle Bar over in Boston. I was the uh, beverage director there for the last year and a half. And some of the guys from the Bartender Guild told me that there were some people opening up a craft bartender's little craft cocktail bar here in Old Town. And that was something that I should check out. Uh, and here we are about three months later. Well, Sounds very, really, really familiar because that's basically, I was told there's a little, new little cocktail bar in Old Town that I should really check out. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, this tiny little spot here right on the corner of uh, the intersection of North Alfred and King Street. Uh, the People's Drug. Yeah. Just like the old drugstores that started out here. Awesome. Yeah. So is it true? Was this an old drugstore or were we just borrowing the name? because We're borrowing the name. The old drugstore, the People's Drug, started off in Old Town. Uh, I was up and down the East Coast before CVS Bottom. It was my drugstore when I was a kid. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. I remember being like, what is CVS? Which is like a crazy thing to think of now. There's a few few left independently owned. No kidding. Yeah, there is. In D.C. there's like two or three. Oh, really? And then there's like one in North Carolina. I looked it up. So when I was coming here today, you know that little thing called Waze. Yes. I Wazed it, and all of a sudden I got all these choices. And then there was a cocktail. The cocktail choice was in there for Alexandria, and the rest were like uh, people's drugstores that were like still like sprinkled in and out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I got one like 1,100 miles away in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a lot better well, yeah. I was like mm, uh, 16 or 1,100. Well, oh, this must be the one. <laughs> I'm glad you ended up here in South Carolina. Uh, me as well. Me as well. So um. 
so tell me what's the in the vision for this? I mean, it is definitely something new. It's it's different than everything uh, that absolutely. I know Old Town to be anyway. Yeah, we were looking to do something like that here in Old Town too. Make something unique, uh, make something that was an experience for people as well. Uh, and so with the old um, the old drugstore kind of format that we have here, we were used to as kids coming up to the counter, getting some milkshakes, getting like a Coca-Cola, getting something like that at the bar. And now we're all grown up, so now we want to belly up and we're gonna get a craft cocktail, man. We're gonna get something with some cake. We wanna get something good, you know? So we thought that uh, a classic vibe, like those classic drugstores, should be paired with uh, classic cocktails. Uh, so right now what we have is seven classics on the list and we'll be looking at towards the fall, really expanding that into some more classics that people haven't heard of that we're digging out of books like Jerry Thomas's books, some old ones you don't hear about mixed in with some favorites. Cool. Uh, and then also some seasonals and some brunch items coming up as well. So if I said, what's your, what, what's your approach to um, crafting a cocktail? It is very much like, uh, it's an art form. Yeah. So how, how is it that you approach it? What is, what's your uh, claim to fame, if you will? Well, if I'm making a drink, I wanna first off start with the end result of the drink. That's always my goal. So that is the experience that my guest is having with that drink too. I love when I make a cocktail and someone takes a sip of the cocktail and they smell it, but whatever their first approach to it is, and they go to talk to someone at their table, but then they look back at the drink. It's like my favorite thing in the world. So then they're trying to look at the glass, like the glass is gonna tell them like, oh, this is what was in it. Uh, <laughs> but it's something that I know I created that's unique for them, or I was able to execute that cocktail exactly like, I want a last word, and it's exactly oh, how they're looking for it. Yeah, exactly, with some navy strength, and some green, uh, green chartreuse, and of course, fresh citrus. But I crafted exactly how they were looking for, or I was able to create something that was a new experience for them. And they had to look back at that glass and be like, whoa, what's going on here? What exactly did he do? And I know I could go back to them and talk to them more about it as well and tell them what I did, which is great, which is why we love this spot here. It's really intimate in here. I can see all my guests at one time when I'm standing at the bar, which I love. It's busy enough where I'm making a lot of drinks, but it's also the kind of place where I have time to talk to all my guests here too. Uh, so I can dial up things that they're looking for when they're coming in and also just create the menu items we have here that they're loving already. It's awesome. They're two chemists. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, but like a host at the same time. It's, it's, uh, it's you, have to, you have to love serving people. I'm yeah. saying, you have to love serving people in this industry to stay in here and not go crazy <laughs> and like not lose it. But you have to enjoy serving people. That's the root of all of it as well. I think a lot of times, like when I was a younger bartender, it was like I was coming on the tail end of like shooters, like woo-woos, Russian playlists, like weird, awful, <laughs> gross things like that. I love a woo-woo, you know, like, and, I, and I mean, call me crafty, but I really do love those shooters and the old schools and well, yeah. shot skis and whatever. Yes. The, little, the little trashy side. <laughs> you know, trashy, or I like to get there a little quicker sometimes. I, don't know. I like to do it quick. I have children now, so I have to get home quick. Get into it. I like it, man. Well, I mean, that, look, those things are still fun. And it also helps like build you as a bartender, know how to go fast, too. You got to make the craft cocktails fast. You got like a party of 20 people coming in. You got to be able to knock it out, too. But like flair bartending as well. I started off with that, too. And people don't even do that as much. Anymore. I know they're like, what is that? And they say cocktail or Tom Cruise. And I don't know. I'm not a Scientologist, so I don't know what all that's about. Not, but, yet. Uh, not yet. You got to turn 40 for that. Uh, don't you need a shit ton of money too? No, they give you a shit ton of money. Both of you just stopped at your tracks like, what? <laughs> Things just got real. See, that's how you know you're a good bartender. You can lie a little bit and people are like, yes. No, 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 no. 
Well, anyway, just getting back to making it about Sorry. the guests. That cocktail has to be about the guests. I was saying before, like a lot of times, like when I was younger, I thought it was all about me behind the bar because everyone has to look to me. I'm like, look at this. I'm such a star. Everything's so great. But I really found that I've been gaining momentum and doing a lot better as a barkeep uh, the more I focus on the guest. Um, and that's just helping me out the most. That end result, that feeling that they are gonna have when they get that drink, that experience, because I want them not to get on Yelp or anything like that and say we were great, but I want to like grab someone in the street. Like, have you had a cocktail at this place? It's amazing. Um, Word of mouth is, is king. Oh, king, is. yeah, it right is. here on King Street. It's still a little <laughs> early for me. Come on, man. I'm still waking up. All right. I say, um, speaking of waking up, I'm getting a little thirsty. Okay. Let's do this. Nice. Let's get some drinks. Let's get some drinks in up. All right. So for today. Oh, little layer there too. I know, I know. He's like, he I can't, can't help, even help myself. I, no, I, like I like it. it. Are you kidding me? It makes it keep you fresh. fresh. Did you I, bring your dollars? Oh. I did. Actually, <laughs> you know, as a bartender, I always have a little water cash. So, yes, I do. Make it rain. We can make, make it rain. rain. We can, let's see how much I have. So, you can tell I'm so not in the industry because I never have, I'm lucky if I have a dollar half the time. It's pretty good. No, you have a little cash. You know, that didn't Oh, they were in line. There's money here. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. I like what I'm seeing here. See, now, you're waking, now you're waking up the bar town like there's money here. It's time to do oh, something. Hold on. Yes, it's not your it's not your typical uh shift. No, it's not. It's Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, I, I learned I learned this from um like my earlier bartending days. Like, you know, you have a pile of money on the bar. Those are my favorite bartender, my favorite bar guests. And they'd be like, just take the money and in the end, whatever's left is yours. And then I started realizing that the people that put the bigger piles of money, there's always more left in the end. They'd be like, yeah, just take it. Now people don't do that anymore, but like when you go down to like down south, that's still a real thing. And I gotta tell you, the down south bartenders are completely more attentive in general to guests because the credit card, you're gonna get your 20%. But when there's like $300 sitting on the bar and they might've only had five drinks and the rest is yours, yeah. you Ooh. better be damn sure you're gonna be like all over that guest, which is like yeah. a nice tea, a lemonade, whatever you want. Whatever. Yes. All right, sorry, okay, you you're tell us what you're doing, tell us yes. what you're doing. Sorry. Ah, beautiful, so for my summer refreshing gin drink here, so gin in the summertime, love it, first off. You gotta love gin in the summertime. Uh, so what we're gonna do here is do a Ricky. Okay, so the Ricky, if you guys aren't familiar, which I know that you guys are, um, as you just smug, <laughs> smugly smile over here. Like, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So the Ricky is, uh, the city of Washington, D.C.'s cocktail. Only one of two cities that have it, which is cool. New Orleans and the Sazerac, obviously. So I want to do a recreation of that. It is Ricky Month coming up next month. Yes. Uh, so you can go to all these awesome bars and see all these great bartenders around this area do their version of you know, the city of D.C.'s uh, cocktail, which is great. Um, so I wanted to do one for us here that was going to be kind of like a... Uh, a cure for summertime. We get that swamp weather out here. It's starting to get humid and hot. We have a like, really beautiful patio out here, so I want people to be able to sit out there and survive, uh, feel refreshed, and feel good. And I want to do a fun little twist on this classic. So this classic is going to be kind of like a combination of a Ricky and a Southside. Uh, I love a Southside because it's also really refreshing. It's a little combination of mint uh, and gin as well. So we're going to highlight the fresh lime juice, and I'm going to use uh, blue coat gin. I grabbed this bottle here for a second, like I was going to display it, forgetting that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm just kind of hard to break some He's sometimes. real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful bottle. But uh, one thing with, you know what, I'm just normally going to do this. So one thing that's great about the Santa moment. <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, one thing that's great about the Blue Coat for summertime is the Citrus Forward American Dry, which I think is fantastic for the summertime. Uh, it's got really nice coriander in there as well. And of course, your, uh, your juniper, but it's going to be not too harsh on the juniper as well. Uh, so what I did with uh, the Blue Coat Gin is I infused it uh, with some kiwi and then with some cardamom as well. Oh. So some cardamom and kiwi, uh, put it in an airtight seal, throw it in the fridge for, uh, for four days. Mm, that's nice. So um, I like that the cardamom is going to play off nicely with the coriander that you have already going on with your blue coat, and it's a citrus forward as well. So the kiwi plays off nicely with that, uh, and the lime juice. And so to do the um, use kiwi juice, I'm saying, right? Kiwi juice. You no, juice I cut up kind of a full, really? full kiwi, let it sit in there, and I strained it out. Nice. Uh, but I didn't macerate it or anything. I just let it hang out in there. Okay. I didn't want to crush up the seeds either. I didn't think I didn't want the seeds to make it too bitter. Uh, towards the end, so I decided to hang out there. This is my first experimentation with it, and it turned out really well. Oh, they were saying you're like, where were the first times to try it? I'm like, oh, oh man. Not. No, no, no. Oh, Are you kidding me? I'm not going to Come on, Johnny Picks. I hope it's okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? All week it's been like this. Guys, test this cocktail. I'm making for these ladies on this podcast. It has to be awesome. Life, uh, and this life one, is really tough, folks. Life is really tough. <laughs> right? Uh, and this is also going to be submitted for the Ricky competition as well. So you guys will be able yes. to get this all month here and then hopefully vote on it and hopefully get into the finals as well. But really just the most important part is come in here, have this Ricky. Um, it's going to be called the Ricky Summer Remedy. Uh, it's available oh. here all month. Yeah. That's a nice name. I like that. Yeah. It's so, close. all right. So how are we building this then? Great. So I'm going to take four. Uh, so for the, uh, the smashing part of the South Side, instead of mint, we're going to utilize sage. I love sage. Oh, I love sage too. Oh, it smells so good already in there. So I take four like medium to large size uh, sage leaves. There's usually some small ones in the bottom too. So I'm going to utilize the big ones here. Put them at the bottom of my Boston shaker. And I'm gonna take my kiwi and cardamom infused blue coat gin and add two ounces. Wow. It's got a beautiful nice. copper uh, Japanese. Oh yeah. Really pretty. Yeah. We got really pretty bar tools in here, man. Old school pharmacy look to it as well. This beautiful bar top. It's marble. I love it. It's been so much fun to play in here. Plus, I have a whole fridge with all my like projects and stuff nice. too. I never had at my old job. It's great. Ounce fresh lime juice. Like a mad scientist. Yeah. Yeah, I've got all my mad scientist stuff here. I love it. And so the flavors in here, I wanted to be a little bit strong since I'm going to smash it up with some ice and then pour it over ice again. So the cardamom and kiwi are a little bit strong in the infusion, but I find that they're really mellow after you shake it up with the uh, sage and the ice here. So I'm going to give it. My favorite sound. <laughs> it really is. It makes me very excited. It does. It's, a, it's the best sound ever. It's a beautiful sound. Listen to the ice. We're working back here. We're working. And you're working it, I would say. Oh, baby. <laughs> you know it every time, man. We are working it in here. Let's just double strain that over our ice. Right now in here, I've got some uh, Saratoga Springs ice cubes that are about, say, three quarter inch uh, in, uh, squares here. So they're not gonna melt it too fast because I don't want it to get too watered down. 
after I just did a little shake for it. You're making your own ice. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So Mad scientist fridge back here. I love that. You know, the the space, mineral water. Saratoga water is beautiful. It's so soft. It's a gorgeous water. Yeah, great mouthfeel. Yeah, too. and yeah. It has a, it's got a large amount of uh, mineral uh, mineral minerality to it. It's um, the runoff from um, the Catskills. Oh, cool. So you have like a lot of copper. And so basically what happens is it actually softens. People think that copper would make the water harder. It actually softens the water. It's really beautiful. Nice. It is beautiful. I'm gonna add two lime wheels on top of this. And now we're just gonna go ahead and top this off with some club soda, add a little sparkle, add a little freshness to it. Nice. And then something we talked about. Louise, a few times since you've been in here. Okay. <laughs> since you have been in here before. I don't know if that's a secret or not. It is not. Okay, perfect. Uh, go hit this with a little bit of a swizzle, too, to get this all stirred in together. Nice. So if you, um, so you prefer the little I like square. these. I like uh, these guys. They're going to melt a little slower since already. Uh, I mean, I might pour it over like some cracked ice or cheater ice uh, normally, but since I am, uh, already doing like essentially like a smash yeah. uh, and watering it down initially. I'd rather have some cubes in here that are gonna melt a little bit slower. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna keep it cold, but I don't wanna dilute it anymore. It's really pretty. So we're gonna put it in this tall, sexy glass. So it's a nice Collins glass then? Oh yes. So you know your Ricky's traditionally gonna be served in a Collins glass or it's gonna be served in a goblet. Uh, so here I've chosen to go in like a real tall, sexy glass. Nice, beautiful. And I like this to be out in the patio, hit the sunlight, really pop. I mean, to me, this is gorgeous. It's refreshing uh, and it's nice and boozy as well. We got a two ounce pour in there. So that. ladies. Yes. Thank, thank you. Why you hop in that drink and tell me what you think, guys, enjoy. Okay, let's see. I think it's gonna be lovely. Mm. Can't wait. I, I... <clears throat> yeah, that's a good summer one right there. Nice. Oh, that's lovely. That, that kiwi is crazy in there. Yeah. A kiwi is something that I thought Like I tasted so the good. coriander up front and then all of a sudden it went right to like that mouthfeel of like kiwi. Like yeah. that ripeness, like that's crazy. Yeah, something I refreshing, something to pop, you know, something that's a little different. Cause it's nice and dry, very good. Very yeah, dry. I don't want it to be, you know, with the, with the Ricky, you don't want to add really any sugar to it, you know, no. at all. I want it to be refreshing. I want it to be tart. I want it to be, uh, I, I like herbs. So I wanted to add a little bit more herb to it as well. Um, but this for me is just one of those cocktails that's got a nice light color to it. It's pretty, it's appealing, and it's refreshing. It's really good. Yeah, this would Thank be great. You. Like, you're right. <clears throat> on the patio, on a boat. In D.C. In, a boat. in the 104 weather. <laughs> what are you supposed to do to combat this swamp weather right now, you know? Like, let's get the alcohol to take the edge off and let's make it refreshing. Too. I mean, swamp weather is swamp ass because that's what most people smell. Well, I was like, well, then, I'm just going to use the other yeah, nice refreshing drink so you can't smell your neighbor. Your neighbor swamp. Not gonna say it again. What? <laughs> I'll say it again. Fuck it. Really? <laughs> I like it. She's like, fuck it. I'll say it. Just I'm wearing a nice summer sundress and make it look you like. Are wearing a nice summer. I mean, sundress. I look like I'm a lady, and then I say horrible things and curse like a sailor. So <laughs> yeah. my, we love you. My kind of lady. Okay? Exactly. That's what we like here too. So yeah, that is your uh, your Ricky summer remedy right there. Tart, refreshing, sexy, awesome. Absolutely. So if you guys have missed any of this, I know we're kind of like told you, warned you, it was gonna go off the rails. If you've missed anything um, John shared with you on how to make this cocktail, don't worry. You can just go to designateddrinker.show. That's designateddrinker.show. We'll have all the um, how-tos, tips, and what you need to do to make this happen. To make your own Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. And a picture of John. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sex kitten serving up 
summertime splendor. With, with a cherry red topping. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? I think he's wow. turning red. <laughs> red fur, first off. Oh, yeah, look, I'm still a good bartender. I can make people blush. Look at you. Done. <laughs> Even from this side of the bar. <laughs> All right, John, we're going to get out of your. Uh, Ladies, thanks for coming hair. by today. It was a blast. Yes, absolutely. Um, Hopefully, I'll see you this week for happy hour at some point. Imagine that, me and Cam. A little crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got um, Cam some ice cubes, don't forget. Yes. Cam's my new dog. Oh. I have to tell you about that. So, we're going to head up to Hanks. If you want to come with us, come on. Uh, Hang right. out with them. I'll hang with Alex. you guys up on the way to Hanks. Alrighty. Thanks, ladies. So uh, let's just keep this uh, this shit rolling, Gina. Uh, that was a long walk, I have to say. The whole block and a half? It was a block and a half. Definitely Thursday. Well. So where are we, Louise? What is this place? <laughs> like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, actually, this is we're at uh, one of Old Town Staples. I'm going to go out on a limb. Might be one of my favorites. Don't tell everyone. Um, but it is. It definitely is one of my favorites here in Old Town, Alexandria. Um, and uh, we're here with somebody that I consider um, a friend. I think he's very talented and I love to see his mug. Um, it's Alex Taylor. Hey everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us and spending a little time today. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you two to uh, enjoy Old Town on this gorgeous uh, day and have some cocktails. Yes, uh, and I think I failed to say where we are. I, I, talked, yeah. I, spoke, I talked it all up. I forget to say, we're at Hank's Old Town. Hank's Oyster Bar in Old Town, Alexandria. Yes, wonderful. I'm very excited. Oh, I may have worked at Hank's Oyster Bar, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have no idea what this is. I about. have no idea what this establishment is. Gina has your stamp on everything. No. <laughs> Sounds appropriate. Mr. Taylor, that is not true. If I look under the bar, will I see your initials? I mean, uh, I drank you before. <laughs> Which means she's probably been under, under the, the bar. bar. <laughs> and there comes the admiration. <laughs> so, um, Alex, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, I've been bartending for close to two decades now. Uh, wasn't sure what I was going to do after college and kind of fell into it and uh, learned um, that the interaction that you can have with people and stimulating and catalyzing enjoyment through hospitality was a wonderful thing. I grew up overseas coming from a mixed background being American and Moroccan and having moved around a lot, I always adapted uh, quickly to new environments and new people and just seemed very suited for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started off as a boo slinger at heart. I'm always going to be a boo slinger. <laughs> um, but then I got into craft beer about 10 years ago and it really brought a whole new realm of arrays of flavors and working with a uh, chef Kyle Bailey at the time at Birch and Barley and his wife Tiffany and just what they put forth with the oh food and how it like yeah. really blended together with with beer was it was uh, an epiphany if you will and really started uh, uh, encouraging me to develop and explore flavors and of course the next natural progression was going into wine and spirits and that led me to where I am today where it's you know let's do something fun let's have some drinks you know we don't need to make anything complicated but we can use some amazing ingredients and you know we can get people excited at the bar they smile at you when they try the drink and they order a second one or they ask you to make something off the cuff there's nothing better than having them leave and coming back and saying thanks for last time you that's know cool. that's what we want to do that's cool uh, I like thank yous in 20s. <laughs> they often go hand in hand. <laughs> the more 20s, the more thankful I think you are. 
know, I, I had a I had a good friend of me who kind of led the way back in my boots boostling days. He said to me, he'd rather wait on twenty people to get twenty dollars each than. 400 people to get a dollar each and you know there's something to be said for that based yeah. on the level of interaction the rapport that you develop with people through that so yeah 20s are good yeah benji's are better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are few and far between still even these days right absolutely that, you know, absolutely it's, it's interesting like listening to you talk it was this, kind of the same thing what john was saying and it was that it yes it is it is part of obviously um the love for the spirit and making cocktails but it also is that that moment of bringing um pleasure and and being hospitable and, and enjoying the being with somebody else and enjoying i always say bartender good bartenders are re- definitely a host of the party um and it makes a huge difference and as a as a patron absolutely it takes usually makes somebody going from being a patron to a regular absolutely yeah you know i think people are presets and have a determined and predetermined notion of how long they're going to stay at a place uh, when they go in and then the experience they have can change it for the better or for the worse and there's nothing better than having someone just hang out more and then that leads on to them making friends with the people next to them and regulars becoming friends with other regulars and then they end up going out together and then coming back to see you together I'm like oh it's those guys again it's yeah. in a good way mostly especially in this neighborhood especially in our little neighborhood this happens a lot here the old town neighborhood is fantastic and the people who are around here really support each other and really enjoy spending time with each other it's great to see that yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, uh, I'd like to enjoy a cocktail. Yes, let's do it. We're getting a little thirsty over here. Absolutely. So, uh, today we're going to do a little um, little version of the French 75. <laughs> well, what is a French 75? First, French tell everybody 75. that. Well, you know, there's a little nostalgic uh, history behind this drink of gin, uh, champagne, sugar, and lemon. They were saying, oh, it's about the French 75 cannon in World War II. It's a great story. Absolutely not true. It was actually first appeared in the Savoy Cocktail Book in 1930, predating the Second World War. Probably, uh, you know, a good century earlier was finding it. But we have Independence Day coming up here. You know, a lot People don't really, or they tend to forget that the French were huge allies of the Americans going through. Uh, so to start with, I want to use blue coats. So the blue coat was the term actually given to the Americans who rose up and rebelled against the English. Uh, so we're going to start off with a little bit of blue coat gin. We're using an ounce and a half. And we have to appreciate the role the French played in there. So not only financial support, they also sent troops as well. And because of that, we want to incorporate some French ingredients in here. As it is summer right now, we want a little bit of Pamplemousse Rosé. The Pamplemousse Rosé, some wonderful grapefruit qualities. Nice and bright, basically it's ruby red grapefruits that are uh, macerated in the neutral grain spirit. We're using 0.75 ounces of this. Such and a pretty color. Yes. It is. It's millennial pink. <laughs> you know, uh, is that like chartreuse? I don't know. I don't know, no, no, no. millennial pink is like the new term for baby yeah. pink. We also have a little bit of a sailor's uh, gentian aperitif, so this is kind of the epitome of what the French like to do for uh, developing and stimulating their appetite. Gentian root has that wonderful bittering quality. Just a quarter of an ounce of this in there. It's got some citrus on top of the gentian and spends a little time in a French limousine oak, so it has uh, just a little bit of oaky quality on the end to it. Uh, a little bit of lemon as well. Uh, fresh lemon juice is going to give it um, just a little bit of bright acidity and add a little more balance to the cocktail and tie it together. So half an ounce of that. Oops, clinkies. <laughs> is that like jinx? I don't, you know. I don't know. Well, the glass didn't break, so. Uh, ah, no, just no. want to bring attention to it. So just you want to ice up your shaker tins. Pretty obvious. So. Here we go, and since we have to make one for each of you, because I know you two are not going to share. No, no we do not like to share, that's correct. 
We will if we have to. Yes. We have. Good my, thing is we don't have to. My favorite noise, two at a time. Love it. If anyone doubts it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little double strain on these here. Just uh, give it a cleaner drink, taking out the pulp from the uh, lemon. And he's double straining it to a champagne flute, just so everybody knows. Yes. That's right. That's a traditional glass for, the, for a French 75. A flute or a coupe, yeah. yeah. And then we just want to top it off with uh, yet one more French ingredient and, you know, it's a continued celebration because not only do we have our Independence Day, they had their Bastille Independence Day coming up 10 days after ours. So we have a French uh, Blonde des Blancs, uh, sparkling wine to add a little bit of effervescence to uh, tie together the concept of the French 75. And just to have a nice, refreshing, easy drinking, citrusy and slightly better summer cocktail. So ladies, international affairs. Please enjoy the cocktail. Cheers, you Alex. Thank you much. Beautiful. And it's lovely. Oh, that is so good. And it's balanced and it's beautiful. I love that. I like to use the bittering for that. We'll use the sailors for the bitter. It's nice. Warfare and revolution. There's always a bitter taste in your mouth, right? <laughs> 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 the sweet ending. Is that yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Sweet ending. Yeah. Well, well sweet it is always now. for someone. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> Usually the victors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. This is really nice, Alex. Thank you. It's um, definitely another drink that we should be outside again on a boat. Do you think you can adopt this into making like a pitcher drink? If someone out there wanted to make this into a pitcher? I don't see why you couldn't do that for it. Um, I would probably throw in some other elements uh, of doing some fresh uh, grapefruit peels in there as well, doing it very punch-like. It can be very pleasing, maybe adding a little bit of actual grapefruit as well to kind of bold up the drink, add a little more color, and you could just be spooning it uh, with a ladle into some uh, delicious, uh, beautiful glasses and passing it around that way. Because I would, I would love to serve for the July, but I know. Don't want to make it one But I time. hate making drinks more than once for people. So like, I like to put everything in a pitcher, or give you all the ingredients, and then not have you shaking things in my house because the next thing I know is it's all over the floor and then when you all leave, I can clean it up. So it's like the bar, except I'm not getting paid at my house. And you have a family who probably does that already. Uh, we yeah. have to clean up. Yeah, toddlers. It's called toddlers, they're terrified. They're just being exploratory. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. To your point, Gina, this would be great on a 4th of July. You could just put it out and then people could, like you said, ladle, ladle it out themselves and then you don't have, you're not. You're just having a good time as well. You're not waiting on people. You're enjoying your 4th of July just as much as everyone else. Well, I mean, Alex, hopefully he'll share that recipe that he just said with us, you know. Well, we know he will. And uh, don't worry if uh, you've missed any of that. We'll uh, make sure that it's at designateddrinker.show. That's designateddrinker.show. All the recipe, how-to tips and uh, ingredients will be listed there for you. And then, uh, Alex, you'll share on how you might... uh, upgrade this into a punch for us too? It would certainly be my pleasure, absolutely. Yay. Thanks, yay. Well, um, so we've got a few other stops that we're, we've got on on the plan for today. So, um, <sighs> yeah. so Gina- We're gonna have to suck this drink down. Yep, I, well. It stinks for us. I, you eat those oysters, we'll sip these this drinks the quickly. <laughs> but don't worry, we've got some others planned. It's not the worst, I'm gonna no, take it away. so sad, I, I wish I was at a desk. I give it and take it though, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was sitting at someone, a desk somewhere in a cubicle. Yes, not it's here. beige. Not here. I hope that my, my cubicle's beige. Or too. white. <laughs> it's even worse. So, um, so folks, um, 
Don't miss out on uh, next week's episode uh, where we have more fun and more drinks and more cocktails, more boozy banter um, and uh, here in Old Town Alexandria. And we're going to hang out with some old friends and uh, try some new cocktails. Love it. All right. Thanks, Alex. Thanks a lot for joining us. 